Hey guys, so welcome to another Coffee Life podcast. Um, this is Sean Scott, and we're coming from the uh, soon-to-be collective artist maker space uh, downtown Winston-Salem. So I will uh, put the link up for that um, at the end of the show. But we're excited about that, and I thought it'd be a good good pairing today to uh, talk with. A couple that many of you probably know locally, um, at least a name that they are behind. I know it was probably the only coffee brand that I had heard of before I moved here. Um, and so it's cool to tell their story, like being being on this end and then having them share. But so yeah, so Say So Coffee, uh, and I, 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 it's not the founders, but... So how would you guys introduce yourselves? How, like, what what is Say So? How, how did you get involved in that and all that type of... So just from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. Like, were, were you working with them? or Because I know it was originally founded by another couple, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so a couple that I knew through my family came to me maybe two and a half years ago and said, hey, we want to start a really cool coffee shop in Winston and we have a strong vision for it and we just want to share it with you and ask you to be interested in helping us um, in any capacity and I said yes so from the very beginning worked hand in hand with them on a lot of things they did a lot of things that I couldn't do yeah yeah (laughs) Um, and in the summer of 2019 we started doing pop-ups um farmers markets so you have been around since day one yeah okay yeah cool so i've been around since day one but definitely um you know was just working yeah for the first year so just doing pop-ups and was was that the the plan to like do pop-ups and see if you were going to go to a brick and mortar or what was the or was it just kind of like an open-ended, like, hey, let's just see where it goes? Yeah, so the original... And I'm sorry, who are we talking to? Oh. So, like, we jumped right in. <laughs> you are more than say-so, all right? <laughs> uh, I'm Kylan. And I'm Rebecca. Reasoner. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> so the original plan was a shop. Okay. It was always a, sh- a brick and mortar. And very quickly we realized that was going to take a lot of money and probably yeah, yeah. a year. So while we worked towards that, Will, the original founder and owner, was like, we can just build out this cart, a little catering cart, put an espresso machine on it, and you know, start getting our brand out there while we're working towards a brick-and-mortar location. So that's how we started the pop-ups. Um, and we got to a place where we were doing like five or six a week. We had we had five consistent days. Um, Tuesdays and Thursdays we go to the same place. Wednesdays, Fridays we go to the same place. Saturdays we do a farmers market, and then any other event that we got asked to do um, in a week, we would do it. Yeah. So we were hitting it pretty hard. Um, Yeah. So that's how it started, and that all came to a halt 
in March of 2020. Oh, so the, the COVID kind of threw it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all those pop-ups completely stopped. Right. And at that point, we had actually been working towards another location, um, and there was a lease signed and designs done and build out was just getting started right oh. when COVID hit. <laughs> um, yeah. And everything halted and nobody, I mean, nobody right. knew what was going to happen. Right, right, right. No plan. Um, at that point I just started picking up shifts, delivering pizzas at Domino's Dude. just to, we yeah. were engaged, Rebecca and I were engaged at the time and I would need to make some extra money for our, our wedding. So I was just, um, Perfect doing that. Timing. Perfect timing. I know <laughs> taking it a day at a time. We hadn't, you know, we had no idea when we would be back serving coffee. We had no idea what it would look like. Um, and you know, several months into the pandemic, we got a call, um, that they were just going to go ahead and probably pull the plug on the lease yeah, and on the location that we'd been working at probably just for the time being, um, stop, say so. Right. Um, and I don't know how, but part of this is my parents had encouraged me enough to just say that I understand, which I did. Um, for the situation, but that I would be interested in trying to buy it. And I had no idea what that meant, but I just said it. Yeah, you just called me. I was like, so do you want to buy Say So? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> and thankfully, the uh, original, um, the founder and the owner who I was talking to and working with, right when I said that, was like, we actually think that would be a great idea. Um, and we would love to talk to you about that. Um, they were amazing kind of walking us through the process of, you know, all of it, even applying for loans and LLC. Cause we started a new LLC when we bought it, you know, things like that just, just really led us and handed it off so gracefully. Yeah. So, so you weren't involved at that point. No, I was working at L&H, like the local bakery, because that's where Kyle and I met, was at the farmer's market, him serving coffee and me baked goods. And uh, um, okay. it just, I was still working there, and I was like, well, I'm going to keep working here. He's buying say-so. But I'll, of course, at this time, I was, I had gone down to part-time at L&H, and I was like, well, I'll just, like, you know, help with the shop as I can but I was like going through all sorts of like physical therapy things like that because of I had broken my leg recent like earlier in that year um and then it just turned into me leaving L&H altogether taking a reprieve and then jumping into say so wow like full throttle with him and that's we opened almost a year ago yeah wow that's killer Yeah. yeah So, I still not, I'm not as good at making coffee as he is. <laughs> so trial by, man, trial by fire. So like what, what, um, before all that happened, like what did you love about the world of coffee? You know, like I think some people are just really geeked out on coffee, some whatever, but like what, what drives you guys? Like, what do you love about it? 
Yeah, so when I started working in a coffee shop, I really enjoyed coffee, um, making coffee, drinking coffee. But when I started working in the shop and interacting with people on a daily basis, it was like this whole other side that... um, What's the word? Just kind of like excited me. I love getting to see, you know, similar people every day, different people every day, getting to know people and just have short, meaningful interactions, um, you know, just from the time they come in to the time that they leave. And that for me has been the reason that it stuck with me and that I've pursued it as, you know, my life, my career is just like, you know, we get to um, serve people this amazing and fun beverage, but we also get to get to know them and just talk with them. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved the community around food, coffee. I'm more, of course, food obsessed as you are coffee obsessed, but um, the community around it is the best part. The amount of friends that we've made even in just this last year and this closeness to the community is wild. I can't... I mean, just to see where it's going to go from here is exciting. So you're located... Like, when you when you took it over, did the public house... Um, did that present itself after you took over the brand, or was that kind of at the same time, or how, how did that come to, so come to be? it was kind of an option in the sense that we had... Because just to clarify... Wh- Whoever's listening, they they have a it's a space share, right? I, know, I yeah. guess that's that's how you'd say it with yeah. with a local uh, bar, and yeah. So how did how did that how did that happen? So it was it had been talked about um, by both parties, just kind of tossed around um, casually, and when we started talking about buying it and opening it. Um, I just had this feeling and I was just like we gotta put it in the public house we gotta be open consistently like it's not a pop up like you know it's it's there Um, and I knew one of the owners of that space and I called him and just asked him if we could do it and if we could be open you know permanently and thankfully they were into it so that's how we moved in there. Yeah. Has that, I think that's like the new, I don't want to say the new way, but I, my story was similar. Like I, I was, I did a space share with a gallery and it was a little difficult because it was a high end gallery. There was like the pieces were $30,000. So it wasn't exactly a comfortable environment, right? Like yeah. <laughs> kids would come in there and parents were like, can I have a cappuccino, kids? Like, don't <laughs> move. Uh, and so it was a little challenging, right? It wasn't inviting. Um, but was it, um, has that been cool? I mean, it's, it's going to be, any partnership has its upsides and downsides. Yeah. But they've been, you know, it's like a different, people come in for a beer at night. And so now it's like activating it yeah. um, around the clock. Uh, 
has that been like a challenge for for you guys or has it felt pre pretty natural in how that that kind of changeover happens now i mean f the first year is difficult right everyone's just yeah. kind of figuring out their footing and and how it'll be in the future but yeah i would say it's definitely been i mean i think we have finally nailed our crossover hours like yeah. those used to be kind of like that's always tricky because people come in it's like are is there still coffee can i have beer right right like in those and they probably get people from like four to five can i still get coffee and then we get people from like three to four like can i get a beer now <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that is kind of funny but it's like and kylan put this nicely it's like room your roommates yeah so for sure it's definitely just figuring out everyone's habits yeah sometimes you leave your sock on the in the <laughs> <Right>. living room <laughs> yeah um, but we're super thankful for it we couldn't have done it without them and yeah you know i think the thing that makes it gel so well is that their goal for the space is just to create um a public living room for people to come and yeah. hang out and you know talk to people and just do whatever they need to do and you know that's the same as a coffee shop so yeah um having the same end goal and focus on how we want the space to be presented and that's been a huge help yeah i mean every meeting we have with him it does usually just end up us all sitting there just spouting off dreams and wants for the space and community and you know we all it's really cool to share the same goal with people yeah for sure at the end of the day yeah so was was your f food menu did you guys start just drinks and you introduce food mm -hmm. and that was kind of when you came over you're like uh, i'll start yeah. making them i um you know i've been in food for probably seven or eight i don't even know a long time now yeah and um i love it i mean grew up with it my family had a lot of um what's the word i'm looking for we really valued sitting around the dinner table together. Yeah, yeah. And so I just always valued the experience of food. And as I've grown and gotten more and more into it, I really wanted to create a baked good that paired well with coffee and didn't overpower the coffee, but co they complemented each other. Yeah. Um, so that has been the goal. And we launched those April 1st. Um, and I bake those in, like, a local commissary kitchen. Right now it's just half the week because I'm the only baker. I'm, yeah, yeah. you know, doing it all. But it's been going splendidly. Um, That's awesome. And growing. And it's cool to be able to, you know, we use black and white coffee roasters out of Raleigh. And I get to um, use flour that's also, like, milled here in North Carolina from a couple different places farm and sparrow and lindley mills um both amazing i think the the goal is to just continue to grow the food department yeah but i'm also just being patient with it sure um i think it's definitely it's been interesting to just not have food people get in their habits of right right going somewhere for food and coming there for coffee and then it's like oh there's like there's mm -hmm. pastries here so it's, I think it's been, you know, because people plan their day around their f coffee. 
yeah. and food. And so it's like getting into people's habits with offering both. So you're probably up at the crack of dawn or something to... Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I do 3 a.m. baking shifts, and I get out of the kitchen between 10 and 11. So like a full working shift, and Kylan picks them up at around 5.30 in the morning and takes them to say so. And then I keep, like, prepping for the next day. We've got a good system. Like grind <laughs> drill. Yeah, it so, is. So I'm, 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 I'm guessing there's like old couple uh, to bedtimes. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> it's not. We try yeah. to go to bed at eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean that rarely happens, especially with it being summer, and it's like you lay down, mm-hmm. it's light out, you turn the light off, and it's still light in That's your bedroom, so funny. and you feel like a kid. Yeah. It's just kind of. Funny. Come on, mom and dad. I don't want to go. To sleep. I remember. That. I was <laughs> just, I was just telling my kids that. You know, the 21st of June, and I was just like, dude, it's going to be light for an hour. I can't believe you're doing this to me. <laughs> I was so bent. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but that's a, man, that's a, tell you what, I, I was, uh, I don't know if I was listening to someone or was reading something, and it's like, we all want, whenever you start something, when you're in the grind, right, it's just super hard. Like, if you're not making money or you're waking up at, in the middle of the night and you're doing everything even on your days off you're doing errands blah 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 so there's not like a lot of rest it's like your life and it's your project so it's fine but there's just not a lot of rest right yeah and um and but this this quote was great it was kind of like uh when you get to wherever you want to go right successful business or something you you look back and you miss like that kind of magic of the grind, right? Yeah. Like when you're able to rest, you're like, man, I want to be hanging out with those young bucks that are like, <laughs> you know, and it's so true. Like that's what I've tried to, tried to be aware of and every step of the process I've been in is like, it's just like having kids. Like when or if you guys have kids, those first two years are brutal, but they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like a bru- brutal, <laughs> beautiful, yeah, a brutal man. No, it's so true. <laughs> In small business, like like you guys have, I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is like, yeah, it's really hard, but it's really rewarding on a bunch of different levels. So what do you think, and I, th- I, I kind of hate this question, I hate that I'm asking it, but <laughs> do you guys make, do you have like five-year goals? Like do you, do you kind of want to have your own space eventually? You know, not to say that the public house isn't great, but like is that kind of an end goal for you guys or what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, so... Or, like, we, what are your goals? I should ask yeah. that. Like, what yeah, are your... we, we definitely want to keep this space in the public house. Yeah, just for forever. infinity, I mean, yeah. We just love it <laughs> so much. It, yeah, it works so well. But we would like to have another location that we can bake out of. Because um, right now we're just renting a basement commissary kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, have and, breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Made to order. Oh, so like a full, full service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of on the forefront of what we're working on more short term. And then, you know, down the road, like 10 or 15 years, we would love to open some sort of dinner service restaurant. Yeah. That's, I would say that. So you guys are like full, you, you like want full restaurant. Like that's, that's really the dream. That's, I would definitely, yeah. That's been my ah. dream for a really long time. <laughs> And I think I realized 
that um, it can happen. And so now it's a goal and not just a dream. And so, um, you know, we both, (coughs) um, outside of Say So, um, I do a lot of event planning, like mainly weddings, things like that. And so food has always been a big part of that and putting, wanting to put on dinner parties and cook. I just want to feed people. Um, that's just my biggest passion. And so, yeah, I just think that adding, adding food is of course great for business, but also just, it's just fun. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I mean, maybe you guys know better than I do, but there's not a lot of, uh, like sit down great breakfast places around here. I mean, there's there's like a lot of like bakery stuff, but there's not mm. like a breakfast place. There's a yeah. couple that serve breakfast, but that was actually hard because I I am I'm, I'm up early mm-hmm. and uh, my kids are up early, and so I'm always like oh, I'd love to have a place to go to for breakfast, and there's not like yeah. I mean, maybe after we're done, you guys can tell me about it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's. That's pretty cool. And I think that's the amazing thing with relationships and you guys will find and you might have an opportunity that's brewing that's kind of turned it from a dream into a reality. But 100%, right? When you have these relationships and you meet people and you share your dreams, mm-hmm. you're, you're all of a sudden you're like, whoa, like this can happen, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't have to do the whole lift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like there might be someone else that yeah. provides a space or just wants to be a money partner or whatever. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's when it's exciting. For it's sure. really cool. You know, because be, before, and I don't know about you guys, but before I got into coffee, all I could see was the barrier of money, right? You're just like, yeah. everything is money I don't have. Yeah. And that's like all you can think of is like, how do I get money? How do I get money? And then when you are just able to crack the window or a door open and you people start coming in, you're like, oh man, that's like not a huge barrier anymore. Yeah. Or like someone, someone who believes in me will help us out if we need it you know and I love that I love that yeah I think there's something kind of special about you know I never thought about opening a business um, but getting that first like getting the doors open of your first biz like you know legit business especially in this industry like you know open every day and you're kind of like as far as like in terms of money you're kind of building off of like a floor um and you see like a month goes by you're like wow like you know our slow days are getting less slow right and you know kind of seeing the money things and doing it once at least for me has fueled like this fire of like oh we did it once like i think we can do it again yeah yeah and like now you know bigger things like food and kitchen don't seem as daunting because you you've done it once and you're just like you know of course you can't just like snap your fingers there's a lot of hard work but there is this magical thing of like once you get in that realm it kind of like um kind of opens something up where you're like i can do this yeah um yeah yeah that's how i felt at least that's true i mean i think even before we ever thought of buying say so you were just still working at say so and i was just you know still baking and your parents would joke to us like oh you guys y'all's 
crafts, you know, complement each other so well. What if you had a business together one day? And it's just kind of crazy a year later we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I actually even found I was like rummaging through some old box the other day and found a little note that I had written probably like three years ago of someone had told me I guess to write down my dreams and one of them was to like own my own bakery or coffee shop oh. and I was like hey keep that that's cool. yeah keep that it's there I was like that's special because I you know you think of all sorts of things like dreams you want to do I've had a lot of them yeah and but that one came true did you guys have people when you were younger that kind of spoke into that side of you, like encouraged that that type of spirit, or was it more like this is the way life is, get a good job, provide, blah blah blah? And you're like, oh, I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> I would say my family is very. We've all been very independent from a very young age. Yeah. Like I'm, I come from a family of five girls, and five daughters and we all um (laughs) it's a lot but I think every single one of us left the house before the age of 18 and we're just like supporting our supporting ourselves doing our thing and um so we've just always we felt that freedom I think before you know we were even an adult that we're just gonna do what we want Right. <laughs> and so I wouldn't, I mean, our family has always just been along for the ride, I think. <laughs> because, right. I mean, my family, like, we kind of live all over. I have a sister in California, like a couple in Virginia. But, you know, they've just been there for us yeah. through anything. And I am thankful for that. I think for me, I, I definitely did. I was, anything I wanted to do, you know, my parents would support me and encourage me and push me to do that and then out of high school the the tone was kind of like you know we'll just go to college and you know get get a degree and then do whatever you want yeah yeah um and I tried I did I did like I don't know like various couple semesters at community college and then with a different community college a couple semesters and all the while just working and just always working harder at work than at school. And um, as a result, I ended up just being like, just kind of like dropping it. Not that college is bad, but like, um, yeah. And then there was like that season of kind of just like breasting, not really sure what to do. Um, But knowing that I had it in me when the time, like when the door was there sure and that's kind of like you know when the opportunity presented itself I had no idea what I was doing and I had to learn a lot but I knew that I could do it and I was like ready yeah. um, to put in the work and of course then at that point was tremendously supported by a ton of people yeah yeah that's cool no I feel that you know I've, I've shared it before but I was like the barefoot, long-haired, like, hippie surfer guy, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, most of my life. And so I, I think a lot of people thought I didn't have it in me. You know, they're like, oh, he just wants to, like, relax, man. 
I'm like, it's it's like it's just finding your groove, right? Like whatever yeah. you like want to mm-hmm. do, you're like, no, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna dial it in. I can work pretty hard, make yeah. it happen. So that's super cool. Well, I'm excited. Appreciate you guys taking the time. Um, so where can people find you online, and like, what's the what's the best way to communicate, and what are your hours, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, so best place to find us is just Instagram. Yeah. Like most of everybody it's just say so coffee and we're open six days a week monday through saturday um monday through friday it's 6 30 a.m to 4 saturdays 8 to 4 and we have we only have baked goods right now on thursday friday and saturday okay mm-hmm. and i never asked you guys where where does say so come from what's that what's what's behind that so the previous owners and founders came up with it um you know, they wanted something catchy, but it just kind of came from the the environment that you create when you, or the environment that is just in a coffee shop of chatting, speaking with people, um, and just trying to create a culture of like speaking up for what you need, um, whether that's cream in your coffee or like a hand in life. Yeah. Interesting. Just say so. Yeah, just say so. I love that. <laughs> That's super cool. All right. Well, I appreciate it again, and uh, yeah, thank you. Keep keep going yeah. at it. Thank you. I will be uh, excited to stay up to date on future plans too. Yes. I gotta get Austin in here to talk about the public house. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. He's next up on the list. Definitely. He's uh he's one of the partners there. So. Um, well, guys, thanks. Look those guys up. Go have a coffee. Appreciate what they do and all the work that goes into it. Um, I know that they, that they will appreciate it as well. So thanks for listening. Until next time, it's been the Coffee Life.